most women entrepreneurs do suffer from imposter syndrome at some points in their career, knowing that it's very normal and knowing that there are things that you can do to get through that and to and to help move you forwards and not allow it to keep you stuck was one of the biggest changes that really helped me. Welcome back to another episode of Voices of the Goddess, where brilliant women come to take a break from their successful and sometimes overwhelming lives to level up, live free, and create abundance. If your hectic life has you feeling a bit lost, if you're building your career brand or business, or if you simply want to get the most out of life, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Julieta Wenzel, founder of Body and Soul PT and Soul Candy. And I'm your co-host, Graciela Laurent, professional portrait photographer specializing in boudoir and personal branding. Whether you're relaxing with a cup of coffee or running around town, we've got you. Whatever you're doing, thanks for bringing us along and sharing a laugh. Here comes the magic. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. I don't know why I insist on opening the show with a sing-songy voice. For those that are avid listeners, I'm going to try something new. Next time, I'll just go more straight. <laughs> I'm just always excited. It is exciting. Every show is exciting. It is exciting. You know, there's always a little new little nugget. There's always something fresh and exciting about what people are saying and what they're bringing to awareness. And I just, I love that part of what we do. You know what's really fresh and exciting, Graciela? Go on. So, you know, a while back, I found out we were in the top 10% of um, podcasts. And I recently saw someone post there, you know, where they were in the stats. And I was like, huh, I haven't checked ours in a while. Let me go look. And when I checked, I found out we are now in the top 5%. What? <laughs> that's pretty freaking amazing. Like the top 5%. I don't even, I mean, definitely in high school, I was not in the top 5%. I don't know if I've ever been in the top 5% of anything. <laughs> well, uh, you know, there's like over 3 million podcasts out there in the world. So I don't, I'm not good at math. So I don't know like numerically where that puts us, but um, um, top it's 5% super- is top 5%. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty darn exciting. And, you know, we talk about this often, like, you know, who cares to listen to us? What, you know, like, no one's listening, nobody cares. But, you know, then we get, you know, to be in the top 5%. Obviously, people are listening. Obviously, yeah. people are listening. And, and I'll tell you, like, you know, I, <laughs> you're gonna laugh. But back when I was at my old um, legal days, you know, I was a legal assistant. And um, every so often, I would get these little notes from clients, like saying, thank you so much for all your help. And so I never throw a card away. If you mail me a card today, I promise you in 20 years, I will still have it. And so I, when I was at my desk, I created a little folder and I called it the folder of honor. And every time somebody would send me something nice, I would put it in that folder. So I've got now like the digital version um, that I'm trying to put together because I get so many text messages from friends who are listeners that are like, hey, this really made a difference, right? Like here, I'll I'll read you one that I got the other day. Um, This one says, and this is really kind of interesting the way she says it. She says, I don't know if you were intentional in sending me the particular episode on the wisdom of youth, but thank you so much. It gave me so much to think about as a mother of 20 somethings um, who are still trying to figure out their lives. This episode really opened my eyes and helped me shift my perspective on the word should. 
I'm so glad I listened to this episode. You guys are truly doing such good with the talents you were given. And so it's really kind of cool um, that, you know, whether it was intentional or whether it was intuitive, it doesn't matter. The, the episode got to the right person at the right time and they heard what they needed to hear. And that I think is the gift of what we're doing and the fact that we're both very, um, oh, what's the word? Like we're both comfortable with um, just letting things flow, right? And having the intuition that this is the right one and this is the one that's going to do the right thing, you know? So anyway, I'm super excited that it's helping people move forward. I'm, I'm just beyond. And one of the things, we've touched on this several times, but, you know, oftentimes with our guests, they're like, I ask so many women to be on the show and and oftentimes the response I get is like, I don't have anything to say that anyone needs to hear. And I'm like, that's so not true because even if you're saying the exact same thing that someone else said, you're going to say it in a different way that resonates with somebody who needs to hear that, that couldn't hear it and receive it when it was said in a different way. Absolutely. And, and um, sometimes you just need to hear the same thing again, right? Like sometimes yeah. you need to be hit over the head with it before you accept it and say, yes, this is true. I'm ready. You know, I'm ready to move forward in my life. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. So with that, I think we're going to bring on our next guest and see what she has. That's going to hit somebody over the head. <laughs> Come on, Emma. Ooh. Hi, Emma. Hi, Emma. Hi, ladies. Thanks so much for having me on. This is a great opportunity and I am so thrilled to be here. We are excited to have you. Um, I know who you are. We've known each other for quite some time. But would you please uh, introduce yourself to our audience, tell them about what you do and what keeps you so passionate about what you're doing? Yeah, so I am a, well, first of all, a physiotherapist. You can probably tell from my accent. I am from the UK. I trained as a physiotherapist over there, worked there for 10 years before moving to the States and becoming a physical therapist, which is exactly the same thing, just different words. Um, and so I have been a physical therapist for a very long time. About 15 years ago, I started to work with tennis elbow patients. And um, since that time, I've, I've be that's become my speciality. I've become known for that. I've become known as the tennis elbow queen. And uh, I definitely claimed that once I first heard that term um, and ran with it. And I am passionate about helping people all over the world now heal their elbows um, in a very unique and different way. So that's what keeps me going. Nice, nice. Um, I saw recently you were over in England and at Wimbledon or something. Can you tell us about that? Yes, absolutely. So um, my first book that I wrote during lockdown, um, when I got 10 hours of my week back, because I wasn't taking my kids to and from school, I thought, what am I going to do with these 10 hours? Oh, I'm going to finish that book that has been sitting there for five years. So I finished my first book, Tennis Elbow Relief. Um, and it was uh, an instant bestseller on Amazon. And last year, in December of uh, 2022, it was admitted to the World Tennis Library in Wimbledon in London. And that wow. was uh, incredible. Congratulations. That's really amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was so, so fun. Such a, such a fun day to be able to get there, um, to have pictures taken on Centre Court and, and like throughout, you know, this, this place that I've watched year on year on year and then to actually be there and know that my book is now in that tennis library. It's fantastic. 
That is historic. That's for all time. That's like, you know, having your book in the Library of Congress. That's amazing. Yep. That's where my other book is. So <laughs> I'm working my way through them. Very nice. Very nice. So what limiting beliefs did you have to release about yourself to get to where you are today? Imposter syndrome has been a huge struggle for me. And I... I can even remember the first time I heard that term because it's not that long ago. It's only a few years ago that I heard the term imposter syndrome and I suddenly went, oh, that's what I have. That's me. And I didn't realize that other people felt the same way. I thought that it was just me who was sitting in a room full of my peers and looking around thinking, I don't really belong here. They're going to figure out at some point that I shouldn't be here, that I'm not good enough, that I shouldn't be in this group. And I just had this constant belief that, that I am going to be found out. I'm not good at what I do. I, and just that sort of self-worth and, and putting a label on it like imposter syndrome and then being able to investigate that and explore that and realize that most women entrepreneurs do suffer from imposter syndrome at some points in their career, knowing that it's very normal and knowing that there are things that you can do to get through that and to and to help move you forwards and not allow it to keep you stuck was one of the biggest changes that really helped me. And thank you so much for sharing that. You know, I think the vast majority of our listeners, myself included, you know, definitely go through imposter syndrome. I think it's like, I agree with you that identifying it is a huge part of the healing. And also it's a little bit like a rash, like you heal it and then you start something new and it comes back again. And you're like, but wait a minute. I thought I had resolved this. And all of a sudden you're in a new environment. Maybe you're leveling up and you now you're in a whole new level, you know, playing field. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. Am I, aren't I, you know, um, I take a lot of comfort and I've talked about this on the show before that, you know, our, and I tell my kids this all the time, you know, our brains are, their, their job is to keep us alive and keep us breathing and breeding and all the things that, you know, this human body is supposed to do. Um, so I forgive it, you know, I forgive it for bringing up imposter system. I know you're trying to just keep me alive and also stop not letting me great, right? Letting me be great. We're great. Um, I just, I, I think it's so common and thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, so aside from your own books, which are obviously so amazing, um, do you have a book that you would like to put into our library? We're putting together the goddess library. What would you suggest, um, to our listeners? And yeah. yeah, definitely. This, this was really hard to narrow it down to one. So I do actually have two and it definitely, <laughs> it goes with the whole imposter syndrome. Um, I, I read you are a badass by Jen Sincero. And I, I read it before I think I realized I had imposter syndrome. I read it and it's a highly entertaining book and I really enjoyed reading it. It was very light. And I think the first time I read it, I read it really superficially. And then I burnt out. And as I was leaving my hospital job to go in full time into my own business, I burnt out. And I was supposed to, I was supposed to be at a conference for three days. I ended up in the hospital for three days. It was just um, the most weird experience, but almost the most enlightening experience that I'd ever been through. 
And after that burnout, I reread You're a Badass. And I just was able to dive so much deeper into it and just kind of go, oh, that's what that means. Oh my goodness, that that was me, my little prince. My ego was trying to keep me safe and pull me back down and say, no, 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 you're not going to go to that conference. You're going to stay where you're safe in the hospital. Put me in the hospital. And so having that realization was, was just huge. And then the second book is The Big Leap by um, Gay Hendricks. And that is almost like, I think that has to be the entrepreneurial Bible almost because I dive into that book so many times. And obviously he talks about up-leveling and the sabotages that we throw at ourselves, the self-sabotage that we do when we hit an up-level. And again, I never had that awareness. And I would be creating arguments with my partner or screaming at my kids or, you know, so, or, or eating a whole chocolate cake. <laughs> there are so many self-sabotages going on. And I didn't realize and once I had the awareness that, okay, this is an up level, this is what's happening, then you can start to go, oh, that's why it's happening. Oh, yeah, I'm starting to pick fights with my partner because we are hitting this next up level. And it really changes the mindset around that from being sort of quite a negative thing or, you know, everybody's getting at each other. And then it's like, oh, hey, wait, this is why it's happening. This is a positive reason. And it really just shifts your mindset and takes you to a whole different level. So I, I dive back into that book quite frequently because I just need a little top up from it. So speaking of leveling up, I mean, you've already done a lot. You've leveled up to, you know, going into practice for yourself, level up writing a book. What, what's inside of you percolating, you know, waiting to rise up next for you to share with the world? Yeah. So, um, so I do help tennis elbow clients all over the world. Um, I, I work with patients in California, but then I have an online course for people who are outside of the, the outside of California, outside of the U S. Um, and so I'm going to be launching that, with a group of tennis coaches. So that's the really exciting thing that is happening right now. And again, I see this, it, it is a massive up level. I see the self-sabotage, I see the procrastination that's kind of kicking in and, and the imposter syndrome, who am I to be doing this? Um, but I, I recognize all of those things now. Um, and it makes it so much easier to deal with and to know that, you know what? Yeah, you are on the right lines. You're heading in the right direction. This, this is the path that you need to take. And I, I almost find comfort in that now because I know I'm heading in the right direction. So uh, that's, that's what's coming soon. I, I was just going to say earlier, you know, when you said about recognizing the discomfort and then maybe using that discomfort to actually get really excited, right? Because you know that what this means that, hey, something really big and really amazing is coming, right? Like this, this is the big thing. I mean, when Julieta said, what's next? I'm like, she's already the tennis elbow queen. What comes after that? <laughs> but that's really amazing that you get to be alive in a time that, um, you know, you're not limited with helping folks that you can physically see that you can use virtual, you know, Juliet is a physical therapist also. And, you know, the, the fact that you guys can do what you do and do it all over the world. I think it's so amazing. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's incredible. You know, some photographers during the shutdown, they um, came up with like 
you set your camera and then I will pose you through the zoom and then we'll try and take your picture. And I'm like, I never tried that. I was like, I'm not feeling that I need to touch and feel my people. Right. Like I need to be with them. And, you know, but the fact that you guys have created something that really changes lives all over the world. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I had written for my goals in 2020 that I wanted to be with my kids more and do more telehealth because that was the beginning of 2020. We didn't know what was coming at that point. And so my, the universe was listening to me and I got my wish. I spent 17 months with the kids at home and, and I did way more telehealth than I ever thought was possible. Did you hear that, Graciela? She was the source of the pandemic there. You see? Well, her, honestly, so many women have come on to tell us that they use the pandemic to get their priorities straight, to um, realize, you know, what was really important to them, to let go of things that weren't serving them because they had been on autopilot. Um, there, I think there have been more. I would love to see stats. I bet you more books were written in 2020 and 2021 than in the last 10 years. Like, it, it really, it's just... You know, I, I say this all the time. I know the pandemic is horrible and I get that. And I know that a lot of terrible things happened and I respect that. And a lot of really amazing growth and really amazing things happened as well. So I'm, I'm glad that you were able to have that um, positive outcome from the pandemic. Yeah, and we're looking cool. forward to it. Looking forward to all your new and exciting things. I, I can't wait to, you know, we're going to, Next time Wimbledon comes on, we'll look for you in the audience and you'll just, you know, do the wave. Um, so get any last parting thoughts, any last gifts that you would like to give our audience, either as a, a tennis elbow queen or just as Emma the mom or Emma the woman. Um, what are you feeling? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that, that I got from, again, from the pandemic and kind of moving forwards um, I, I had this huge realization that I was very reliant on one source of income. And that source of income re required me to put my hands on people, required me to be, you know, in a room with somebody. And then all of a sudden that was gone. And making that pivot and that shift to be more accepting of new ways of working, being able to expand my reach I now have I now have patients in California that I've, I've never met because you know they're down in San Diego or they're up beyond San Francisco and so it expanded my reach that way but also putting in different streams of income as well Be, starting to have some passive streams of income coming in there's the books there are the online courses there are different things and I'm a big believer that everybody can do that. No matter what you do, you know, you don't have to be a physical therapist or a healthcare worker or anything like that, but no matter what you do, there are, there are different things that you can implement to ensure that you have security. Yeah. And that would be my biggest thing is to look at that. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's one thing that the pandemic forced people to do, right? So now that things are kind of calmed back down again, I think it's it's um I think it's gonna take a little bit extra effort because now it doesn't feel like times are so desperate, right? But we've learned our lesson because usually it's the urgency that pushes you uncomfortably into the next level, right? So um, you know, I, I think the I think it's important 
to realize that this could happen. It has happened. I'm not um, creating it, but I do love all the flexibility that folks have been able to get by going virtual, right? By taking advantage of modern technology. Um, I mean, think about it, right? In your mom's generation, this never would have been possible, you know? I mean, not at all. Yeah. So that's really amazing. Thank you so much for all your insight. You've been absolutely amazing. Oh, you're so welcome. It's been so fun. Thanks for inviting me on. I'm so glad you joined us. I'm so glad that, you know, that we've been able to connect. We, we met through a coaching program and um, have just continued connecting beyond that. I think partially too, because it's interesting in our field of, of physical therapy. Um, I feel in general, physical therapists kind of have uh a little bit of a boxed in mindset. And um, so when you find someone else in our realm that sees the world a little bit differently, a little bit more open, it's always, um, it's always fun to, to connect and know that, that you're not alone. <laughs> and um, cause yeah, even in that imposter syndrome, you know, when I sit in a room full of physical therapists, I'm like, I'm not like these people. I'm not one of these people. I don't belong here. And um, so to know that there are others in that world that are like me as well is a, it's a very comforting feeling. So um, thank you so much for sharing everything that you've shared with me before. And thank you for coming in and sharing your wonder wonderfulness with, with our audience. And I'm sure your messages will be greatly appreciated there. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Emma. Have a magical day, everyone. Thanks for joining us today and keeping us in the top 10% of podcasts in the world. Ask us how you can promote your business on this podcast as a sponsor and make sure you check out the show notes for details on how to get in touch with Julieta, Graciela, or today's special guest. We're sending you lots of love and gratitude. Have a magical day.